0: Welcome to 139, the official podcast of Love Times 2. Here is your host, Mike Victor. Hey, welcome back to the Love Times 2 podcast. In a sea of over a million podcasts, somehow you have arrived here, and I'm really thankful that you did, because today we're going to talk about just giving up. I mean, seriously, we're going to talk about giving up. But it may not be in the context that you are thinking. So you're going to have to hang in there to hear what I'm talking about. But before we jump into the episode, I have two requests to throw at you. First, I'm asking you to pray for the Love Times 2 leadership team. This feels like a breakthrough year. And whether it is or not, we want to be faithful to what God is calling us to do every single step of the way. The why of what we're doing is to love every mom and every baby, including every unborn baby, no matter what. And the way we do this is by honoring the value of every single life that's been created in the image of god and by doing that and here's key by doing that with the love and the grace of christ and pray that we never falter in these steps because if we fail here we fail if we aren't representing ourselves and representing christ well uh, with grace and love then we are failing at what we do period and we don't want to fail at this it's too important to fail second i'm asking you to consider a financial gift to support love times Two. If you can, we will appreciate it. Let me just say straight out, we need funding. The culture is imploding. The need is urgent. Abortion supporters are on the move to gain the cultural tipping point. And if they get there before we do, it's game over from the cultural perspective. Nobody wants to say that. I'm saying it because that's the truth. Abortion will be viewed as no big deal. You and I will be forced to pay for abortions with our tax dollars. We already are, uh, but we're going to be ramped up on that. Voices like ours will be silenced, and it feels absolutely weird to have to say that, but this is exactly where our culture and our world is at right now. The task before us is absolutely gigantic, but here we are. And we need your help. So can you do it? It's time to step up to the plate. How do you give? You go to lovetimes2.org. That's love, the letter X, the number two, dot O-R-G. You use the donate button on the homepage. You can't miss it. it takes you less than a minute. This is the time to do it. And you're going to get that warm feeling inside of knowing that you're helping to advance our mission and making the world a better place for moms and babies. I promise that. Okay? So, hey, enough of that. Let's move on to the topic of this episode, and that is giving up. Now, in case you haven't noticed, the cultural earthquake is here. It's happening right now. No one's safe. No one's immune from it. Everywhere you turn, division is rising to the top. What you're hearing a lot about everywhere right now is is cancellation. I want to talk about division because division is rising to the top. It's rising in the church. Division is rising in the workplace. Division is rising in the community. Division in the pro-life movement. You pick the venue, and I'll find a vision there. There's a major collision of worldviews going on, and the game is being played for keeps. And by keeps, I mean the drive to reach a cultural tipping point. Because once that tipping point is reached, then it's all about conformity. And that's a whole different issue that we need to talk about. You know, As in, what is the believer's response to a demand for cultural conformity when it involves a forced compromise of faith? Maybe you thought we never have to talk about something like that, but welcome to the new era. We're going to have to talk about it, but more on that down the road. For now, we're going to talk about tipping points, the cultural tipping point, and I hate to break it to you, but if you haven't been paying attention, uh, the tipping points have been reached in a ton of areas across the board, especially in American culture. And how interesting that the one place where it has not yet been reached is in the area of the sanctity of human life, in particular, the sanctity of unborn human life. And can we just stop here and say that we all know an unborn child is fully human? We know it is. Scientifically, biologically, whatever you want to say, we know an unborn child is human. There's no question about that anymore. But how we protect or fail to protect unborn life is where our culture is still in massive upheaval. And maybe conflict is the better word than upheaval. Next week, we're going to talk about two new polls that show this in great detail. But the point is, the tipping point on abortion, it's still up in the air. And it is now under assault unlike ever before. Let's just be real. Someone's going to get there first. Someone's going to win the cultural tipping point. Someone's going to get to the tipping point first. Let us, let's just you know be upfront about it. The pro-life side of the equation is outfunded by a ridiculous margin. It's not even close. And yet we are still drawn to political answers as the fix. I totally get that because it's easier to gauge political success or political failure. I mean, you can identify that really, really clearly. But right now, the pro-life movement is at a decided disadvantage when it comes to power. So we lose, right? Well, what about God? I don't mean we have God like he's in our back pocket or that he's some kind of weapon we just pull out when needed. I don't mean he's a good luck charm. I don't mean he's a metaphor for some type of cosmic energy. He's God. He's the God of the Bible. He is eternal. He's omnipotent, and he cannot be contained. That reminds me of a quote in the Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis when, speaking of Aslan and whether he is safe, the response was, of course he isn't safe. But he's good. He's the king, I tell you. So don't let me give you any impression that God is somehow a puppet on a string, that any movement, uh, you know, any denomination, any person, any whatever uh, can point to as an easy way out of an, or an easy fix or someone that we dare to try and manipulate. We dare not do that. But here's what we do know. He is the creator of life. And if you've never read Psalm 139, I encourage you, open it up today. Read it today. Read it through quietly, prayerfully, slowly, and reflect upon what this psalm tells us about God's role as a creator of each and every one of us. And and he, and he does it in intimate detail. He's the creator of life. And he hears the cry of every baby who dies in the womb. He hears the cry of everyone who regrets involvement with an abortion. And he sees the hurt and the pain of every woman who feels coerced and trapped into making an abortion decision. And he offers grace and forgiveness to all who come to him through Christ. And he does not overlook the shedding of innocent blood. This is the God who is more than an equalizer. He is all in all. And I'm just saying, given the choice between uh, Elon Musk's money and God, I'll take God. Given the choice between the presidency and God, I'll take God. Given the choice of passing laws or winning the culture for Christ, I'll take winning the culture for Christ. And so in the face of just these um, just crazy tsunami-like odds, in the face of giants, in the face of billionaires and industry and social media tech giants and the political powers that be, could it be that the pro-life movement might just be at the moment of giving up, totally giving up? giving up control, that is. Giving up control from our hands into the hands of God where it always should have been in the first place. We find an incredible example of this type of faith in the Old Testament book of Second Chronicles in chapter 20 and verse 12. Jehoshaphat. How cool a name is that? Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, finds himself facing the combined forces of three Three powerful armies, and the situation looks completely, completely hopeless. How many of us can relate to that type of feeling? Every single one of us. We've all been in situations or are in situations that feel hopeless. What would our reaction be? Surrender? Run? Beg for mercy? The king of Judah does something that no one would expect a great leader to do. He gives up. He gives up on his own ability. And instead, he puts his trust completely in God's hands. This is what he says. This is, this is his quote. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do. But, and here it comes, our eyes are upon you. Wow, what an incredible moment. I'm sure more than a few people thought that the king of Judah was a fool or he had lost his mind or maybe that he had lost his nerve. But what does God have to say about his response? We see what God says just a few verses later. He says this. Do not be afraid or dismayed because of the great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Did you catch that? For the battle is not yours, but God's. Boom. Bottom line says it all. When God's people give up and get out of the way, God goes to work. Sound irrational? Sure, it sounds irrational. This is the exact sentiment, though, that you see throughout church history. Think about the early church as it faced the Roman Empire. There is no way it should have survived that type of persecution. But history tells us that the early church turned the world upside down. And throughout the ages, God's people have learned the secret of giving up and letting God be God instead of trying to do things in our own power. And by the way, giving up doesn't mean quitting It means handing control of what we think we control completely into the hands of the only one who has ever had full control in the first place. So in this current day, when so much bad news seems to be everywhere, especially in the area of protecting unborn children, here's the question every single one of us needs to grapple with. Is it time to give up? And is this what God has been waiting for all along? Something to think about, something to pray about, something to live out in our lives on a daily basis. Hey, that's it for this episode of the Love Times 2 podcast. I hope you share this episode with friends and that you challenge them to pray about today's topic and that God will use this episode for His glory and for His purpose. Never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. This has been 139 the official podcast of Love Times Two. Join us in the journey at lovetimes2.org. That's love, the letter X, and the number two, dot O-R-G. Thanks for listening.